Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode. I am Michael Petro, and on the show for you this week is Martin Navarro, Jimmy Skinner, and myself debating the circus for you. We kick off the top of the show with our uh, three-way review of Shang-Chi. Fucking amazing film. Go see it. Super fun. Uh, if you're a big fan of, of Jackie Chan, this will speak to you in so many different ways. There is one scene that is a carbon copy. It's such an homage to so much Jackie Chan. It was so great. Anyways, that's the top of the show. And as we mentioned, circus. What are we doing with the circus? Well, I thought it would be fun to take all of the weird creatures and animals that we've seen over the years in, in moving pictures and make our own circus out of it. Because as, as I mentioned in the show, I, I have a family member who was in the circus, the Shrine Circus, so to speak. Don't scream at me, pet people. I know they didn't do well by the animals, but whatever, besides the point. Uh, so we decided we had needed a ringleader. We went like old school traditional, right? Kind of like Dumbo. So we had a ringleader. We had like a like an animal act. Uh, we had uh, some stunts, some high flying stuff, and as always, the three of us uh, came up with some really fun shit for you. Uh, I, uh, I I can't wait for you to enjoy. So that's the debate for you this week, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, in the show notes, if this is your first time, and after you're like, hey, I want to support these guys, check out the show notes. There's a couple way to, a couple ways to do that. You can uh, you can donate or you can shop. We make it really easy. We make it even cheaper. So. Go check that out. We implore you to. But the easiest way to support us, if you really want to, it's free, it's cheap, it's easy, it's quick. You push that subscribe button. Boom. We're there. We're, you, can, you can count on us to be there every Wednesday. Pretty much every Wednesday. Uh, so that's it. Oh, the top ten for you new people. For you old people, you can carry on in the theater unless you want to hang around and find out who the top ten is this week. But for you new people, we like to celebrate all of the heavy lifting our listeners do for us. They say things to other people about us, good or bad, and they want to check us out. And we hope that we keep you. But without you, we wouldn't. We we would just be a bunch of fools. <clears throat> Probably are still a bunch of fools. But this, again, besides the, I'm all over the point except I'm on the point. So the point is the top ten this week. Uh, we have. Uh, Rio Rancho, New Mexico, coming in number 10. Baconia, Manitoba, Washington State or City. Niverville, Manitoba, Smithers, British Columbia, Vancouver, British Columbia, Concord, North Carolina, Boardman, California, and in the top two and one spot, Winnipeg, Manitoba, our hometown. Again, we love everybody that listens here. It's, uh, it's super cool that you do. Like This is in the basement of my house, and this is with all our group. All these idiots, all these good friends. Um, and so when we see you enjoying it, uh, it makes us happy. So, and if you want to hear other shit, if you want to, if something you, we do is like stupid, you want to say it in a nice way. I'm more than happy to hear that, hear that email, read that email, <laughs> read that voicemail. Uh, so if you want to send us something, the real debaters at gmail.com, all the spelling for all of this is R E E L. I have said too much. I've already taken up enough of your precious time. You've probably already skipped. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you 113. I will cue the reel, and you enjoy the show. Let's tidy up this tangle of film by putting it on a reel. Here is a motion picture film. A thousand feet. 16,000 separate photographs. Welcome, Welcome to another episode. Welcome to another Real Debaters production. I am Michael Petro. I'm Jimmy Skinner. And who's in Vancouver? 
Walter White. <laughs> it said Andre on your screen, and I thought that someone zoomed oh, on this. Because I had to add a family zoom thing. Okay. And they all know me as they don't know me as Martin. They know me as my middle name Andre because there was two Martins growing up. And, oh. Um, oh, I didn't even know your middle name until today. Me either. So your acronym is just Man. Yeah, but I'm a child. <laughs> 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 M.A.N. That's the yeah. title of a show that Martin would be in. The Man Emotionally, show. I'm forever 12. They just call him Man. <laughs> All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we got a lot for you today. Surprisingly, um, even though we're two provinces between us, between Martin, Jimmy, and myself, we all managed to go see the same movie. And uh, as per a previous episode where I told you I tried to go see a movie and ended up buying the wrong tickets for the wrong movie and arguing right. with people in the middle of the theater, which was embarrassing but fun. Um, this time, that didn't happen. I ended up seeing a movie with Jimmy. Martin saw it. So without further ado, our watch list is Shang-Chi this week. I gave you 10 years to live your life. Did that get you? You walked in my shadow. I trained you so the most dangerous people in the world couldn't kill you. Son, it's time for you to take your place by my side. Martin, let's start with you, man, because you were the one who sold, I think, me and Jimmy on scene because you saw it first. First impression. Yeah. Um, you know, really well done movie. Um, I thought the acting was great. Uh, I really fell in love with a lot of the characters. Um, the fight scenes were, like, the fight choreography was amazing. A lot of the special effects are really cool. Um, I want to go back to, like, uh, the actors. I, I was really in love with Aquafina in this one, Jimmy. What did you think? Like, yeah, I, I thought she was acting it. absolutely perfect side character, and she pretty much just plays her character from Nora, Nora from Queens. Have you seen that? My sister actually it, did the season two for Nora for Queens. Uh, on it. Right yeah. on. Well, it's a yeah, it's a funny show. Like it's a good show. And what I show? Think sorry? She pretty much brings that over. Nora from Queens. Nora that's the name of the show. Queens. Yeah. Okay, and she's in Shang Chi. Yeah. Okay. That's Aquafina. Oh, that's Aquafina. Sorry, I had to yeah. go turn off the the movie in the background that would get us sued. <laughs> <laughs> um, so where did you? Uh, so Aquafina. Okay, carry on, Martin. Sorry about that. Oh no, I was just asking Jimmy about Aquafina. Like, I thought she was a really good addition to the Marvel universe. She plays like that good, like Jimmy said, good side character, really funny, had some good jokes. Um, how about that bus scene though? That <laughs> oh, bus yeah, scene? let's start there. You know, I was telling Michael, it's like they saw nobody and took it to a whole nother level. <laughs> <laughs> Our actor won't have a heart attack on set. Let's make this go fucking crazy. No, that bus scene, Martin, yeah, you're totally right. Like, it was, I think it was the perfect launch pad for a fight because 
I had heard everybody talking about you're going to see some Jackie Chan, you're going to see some Ip Man, you're going to see some some fun choreography and fighting. And then when he like, I looked over at Jimmy when he swung through the top rung, and I was like, oh okay, we're in that. Well, I see where <laughs> we're going here. Well, it's fine. Like you didn't know he, like you knew he was a. Fi- you didn't know for sure that he was a fighter until like that's the first fight scene you see with him. So that was a good introduction. Like you're like, whoa, he just kicked this dude's ass out of nowhere. <laughs> you know. I uh, yeah no I. I didn't. Did you know anything, Jimmy? No, I didn't really know anything about it. Too like I, I didn't read the comics or anything, so I wasn't too sure what we were gonna get. And I, I very much enjoyed it. Like I thought, <laughs> I was talking to Michael after the movie, and I said he has that style where it looks like he's getting his ass kicked while he's winning the fight. Yeah, <laughs> it just looks so good, and it looks so natural. Like a lot of arm flailing, and it just it it's very it's very good. I. Saw, saw a lot, I saw a lot of Drunken Master in his fighting style. <laughs> like, he's falling over, flipping around, but somehow he's kicking ass as he's doing that. The, the, the scaffolding fight scene. Yeah. Like, if we're going to, yeah, yeah, let's start on fight scenes here because it's the best part of the movie. But, like, when Aquafina starts hanging off on that bamboo pole, <laughs> yeah. I immediately got Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon vibes. Even with the ant who was in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, like, that was, that was lovely to see. But I think fight choreography really punched this up. I think without that, you would have lost a lot of people's interest. Yeah, agree. Well, you disagree? see a lot of the influence of kung fu movies because a lot of like there's there's a certain part of them that plays more on the fantasy. Role. Like like you said, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon kind of plays more on that fantasy role of of martial arts, especially. And you see that in this in this you know in Shang Chi. So really good, really well done. I was a huge fan. Yeah, and it doesn't usually have. Like, it wasn't the same sense as, like, a normal Marvel fight scene where it's just cut, 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 cut. Like, it was just one... It felt like one solid moving fight. They did a lot of tricks where, like, you were outside of the fight moving around with the camera. Like, you got to see it from multiple angles instead of, like you say, where, like, Cap throws a shot, it's cut to Thanos eating a hammer, and you're like, (laughs) well, no, I want to see the four or five exchanges in between. You're totally right about that. Yeah. Um, For not having seen Marvel for a while, like... Like current Marvel because every like I don't know did, did you guys see Black Widow? I didn't. I didn't see it. Yeah, I haven't seen it either. But I'm waiting. It's coming out October on Disney Plus. So. Yeah, there oh, you go okay. for free instead of yeah. Why wouldn't I just wait? Why wouldn't I just wait? Wait, we'll watch it together. <laughs> um, but what was seeing a new Marvel phase like in the theater, Martin? Oh man, that's my first movie since um my last movie was um nineteen. 19- 17 the San Mendes so it's been a while in January 2020 that was my last movie wow. so just That's a movie to go off and on obviously though. yeah the one thing that I did miss about it was the pack theater because I yeah. think with some of the the scenes you get more of the the laughter echoes and more of the applause echoes um I didn't see that this time around because like I said it's, it's not a you know with COVID rules you can't sell out the theater right so no you're, you're totally right about that we were in but we were kind great. of we were kind of close to a lot of people. Like we were yeah. in a more packed theater than I I've been in. I've only been in four so far, but that did was. You guys watch regular three D? IMAX. 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 Yeah, that's what I did too. I treated my date. <laughs> it was my turn to it pay. I was like, nice. I'm gonna make him feel like a like a million bucks tonight. <laughs> all he had to do was pick the right time. That's all I asked, <laughs> and he did it. I am a huge fan of the seven ten, seven twenty, seven thirty timeline to see a movie zoe and i went to see Candyman, and it was like the 10 30 show oh my god oh my yeah gosh. we stayed awake the whole time and it was very good there was not going to be any sleeping during that movie i'll tell you i uh I, I was i was thoroughly happy to be in 
like the Marvel movies, I feel are going to be the ones that bring us back to the theater. I think, like, I mean, the Tenant last year that was one that could have done it. Yeah. Um, but I think this Phase Four with Marvel and what they're doing in that story, like, uh, off the, like just flashing through my head, Martin. What did me and Jimmy love Trevor Slattery? What did you think of Trevor Slattery? <laughs> oh God, <laughs> Sir Sir Betty Kingsley. Like, how do you? He's knighted. He's knighted. He was my—he was one of my favorite parts, if not my favorite part of the movie. Like he came in at the right time with just the right amount of comic relief. Yeah, it was great. You know, I haven't seen him since I. When did Iron Man three come out? That was like Jeez, ten years ago. Years, yeah. Yeah, thirteen Ooh. years ago, maybe. Like, and and that ate so much crow. Like Kevin Feige whitewashing the Mandarin, who is a pivotal fucking character in the Marvel universe. And then doing this, but then at the end being like, well, no, he's actually not the Mandarin that you're thinking of. And then acknowledging that they did that. Yeah. And then bringing in the real Mandarin and, and having the right race behind it. Like, I was like, Kevin Feige, you can't do this twice, man. Like, and that was my fear. As soon as I saw that, I was like, what are they doing? But I think they, they knew that breaking the fourth wall and making fun of that bad decision. Yeah. And using oh. him for comic relief in this one. Like him and Morris Martin, that little yeah. fucking faceless animal. <laughs> The, the, what is it? The chicken, chicken pig? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's like a fucking poof you put your feet on that like has a life. It was and it plays dead. It plays dead. But I, I said I was like that's like the porg in uh, yeah. the Force Awakens. It's gotta be right? a cute little thing. There has to yeah. be a cute little thing to sell fucking toys. You can't <laughs> sell toys without a cute little thing. I'll buy one of those toys, man. Buy, uh, yeah, I'll buy a Morris. I can't uh, wait for that Lego to come out. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I'm buying that Lego for sure. <laughs> Uh, what about, uh, let's see here. There were so many things. So we've, we've, the martial arts, I mean, just, ooh, who's that? Oh. oh, Can I just say, like, I am in love with Wong even more now. Like, Benedict Wong yeah. oh, and his amazing. character Wong and the whole thing. I'm so Just because of his appearances in that. Like, are we, are we spoiling things? No, we are, but that's fine. We'll have a, we'll have a spoiler well, ahead of okay. this. Okay. Yeah. So good. Just do it at the at top of the show. I yeah. am so interested because it seems like Wong and Abomination are in cahoots. Like they were, I have the they same fixed thought. that mm. fight, right? And so how does Wong know Abomination and why is Abomination just going along with this? I'm, I'm interested to know that too. Right? I need to know. Um, it was like a, it was like a pro wrestling match. They're yeah. fighting the cage. Yeah. Oh, it really was too. <laughs> I, uh. I thought the same thing after I came out. I also thought his CGI was punched up too, like yeah. compared to what like he just looked like a, a, a necklace Hulk yeah. in Hulk three. Was he in? It was Hulk three he was in, right? Or two? Well, it was, it was just it just Hulk. I think the Incredible Hulk, wasn't it? Yeah, it uh, was the Edward Norton. Edward Norton, one. Edward Norton yeah. one. Sorry, it's too much Hulk, too much Spider Man. Um, <laughs> Not enough Ang Lee. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the title of the episode. Unless a movie line does it better, uh, but. Um, Sorry, I got a text from Shauna. I lost my train of thought. That's uh, okay. No, we were just. I'm just super excited to see what they do. That, with sorry, it. yes, I abomination. Felt, I haven't felt excited about another Marvel movie since, since like the. Like, I don't know. It's been a while, and it's just it nice. Has, like this movie sucked what? me back in. I haven't seen a Marvel movie since. What was the last one? Probably. Was it Spider-Man? Was it Endgame? Oh no! I guess Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Um. Yeah, Spider-Man. The. Um, Are we talking Marvel, Marvel or Marvel Studios? Just Marvel, just Marvel movie. movies. Okay. So Spider-Man: Far From Home was the last thing I've seen. Yeah, I think I me like too. that, but no, it was good. Um, but honestly, uh, Shang Chi just it, it brought me back in. I hate myself, but I'm back in. <laughs> I'm done talking. Just shit. when they think you're out, Jimmy, they pull you back in. They got me. Well, I'm excited they... for Blade. I'm excited to see what they do. I'm, Dude, I'm excited for Eternals. Yep. Also, 
Eternals, now that this came out, I'm like, yeah, Mike I'm and I were ready. talking about Eternals, and the, from the trailer, it seems like it's going to be something a little more different than what we're used to with Marvel movies. So I think it might be... I think they're going to tie into a lot of history of the world and then actually make it as part of this legend. Yeah. Probably explaining, like, Aztec or Mayan gods and stuff like that. These are these are them. You're going to see, I think, the, the Transformers play, where Transformers have been here long before we were here. <laughs> right. Like, the Marvels, the Eternals will be here. They've been here a lot longer than we've been here. They've been, like, they, they act like they're these guardians of a galaxy. Where have we seen that before? Um, where <laughs> they're protecting things and kind of standing back. Because they do make mention of it in that fucking trailer where they're like, why didn't you guys interfere? And it's like, because we, we were told not to. And then that big nine-eyed thing comes up and you're like, what the <laughs> fuck is that? Um, but yeah, I these these phases, these phases are outside of the realm of popular Marvel, I think. I think now that phase one is done, phase two is done. I knew a lot of phase three, four, uh, all over the map. But I think we're now all going, okay, where can we go with this? Right, like Shang Chi did things like the world they built. I felt it was very Black Panther. My the only one on that. Well, then yeah, in terms of in terms of like culture, culture yeah, they, and they world building, highlighted Chinese culture for yes. sure. And just like the way that they're like when they go into the mythic world, the way their animals look, like the way their dragons look, and the way the lions look, it's that's how they portray them in like ancient. If you look into yeah. like, ancient drawings of lions in in you know Chinese history, that's what they look like. Everything has a dragon in it. I love it. It was really like it was they and I even said to Jimmy, I was like, I want one. Of them. I want one. Like, I want to buy one and like have it around the house. And I want a miniature version of it. I want it to be genetically modified to be no bigger than six pounds. Right. And so I don't have. But like it looked like a Chinese New Year. So you want the dragon from Mulan. Eddie yeah. Murphy from Mulan. <laughs> yes. That's exactly, yeah. Eddie Murphy from Mulan. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh, I was I was thoroughly invested in the world that I was watching in Shang-Chi. I felt that that first. 10 15 minutes was a little clunky like they were trying to find their their chemistry because when you meet them in the, and i don't know if they were playing awkward when you meet them in the beginning but when they were sitting down with that couple talking about how they met each other right and mm -hmm. that was the movie giving us backstory on chang even the shang chi shang chi shang chi like him making fun of her because she's american <laughs> chinese and he's chinese Chi like it was <laughs> he's an expat like it was amazing but um I got really invested as soon as that fight scene happened. So Martin, yeah. you're totally right. Like that was for people who didn't who didn't know anything, that fight scene was like, Oh, this guy has a secret. And mm -hmm. his secret is kicking ass on yeah. the number sixty two. But <laughs> like I feel like as far as an origin story goes, it was pretty good because they start they did what Spider Man did and they started it where he's already what he is and then they show you how it happened kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, definitely. And I think that was the right way to do it. And yeah, and I even, I mean, the third act, I had said this to Jimmy, I don't know if Martin, you feel the same way. I felt the third act was rushed. Did you feel that they There was a lot going on. Yeah, and I just mean like- A lot like, going on. Okay, so we got this great backstory. We got this great shock of our character. Then we watched our character like go through the motions and, and have his daddy issues, which I totally sympathize with. <laughs> and- and then, like, get to Talo. I think that's how they pronounced it. Apologies. Yeah. And then when everything happens in the end in the third act, when he comes to take on his father, I felt that that was kind of anticlimactic after all of this, like, begrudgingness that he has towards his dad takes place. And then it's all of a sudden, I took, took your rings. I wanted more. Well, I'll say the soul suckers were pretty terrifying. 
They <laughs> that seems like a horrible way to die. <laughs> Even watching that dragon almost get its soul sucked out. Like, what happens to you? <laughs> what, you just you just That's cease terrifying. to exist. No, I wonder if you'd be like you know when soul. when Dormammu with Strange. Maybe that's yeah. it. You just go to like some alternate that's horrible you know, dimension where you're just getting tortured for life. Uh, just on a loop. That's uh, horrible. That would be horrible. That, what about let's end 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 credit scene right? What is Wong? Who is what is Wong doing here? Like Wong's it just, got a big role. He's got a huge role, and I don't know if it's a red herring or not. But him walking like fighting abomination and then leaving. I told you, Jimmy, in the theater, I was like, what the fuck is Bond? What's, what's Wong going to, right? I yeah. was concerned about that. But at the end, when Wong comes back and he's like, let's see the rings, and then they open up, I don't know, like, do you guys think that that's... I said multiverse, because it just looked... It looked like what a, a layman like me would think a multiverse looks like. I don't know what they're going to do with it. I don't know what it means. I really don't. I don't well, have a guess. Well, it's a beacon, right? Said, they said it's transmitting right. to somebody. So who is it transmitting to is what we're Galactus. trying to find out. That's what I think too. I was like, "Is it Galactus? <laughs> how Galactus. big does this world fucking get?" Is world eater? That's how big it gets. And then, how many worlds do we have? How many timelines do? How many Earths do? Are we gonna end up with DC shit where they're like Earth one and Earth two? And I'm. And how is Blade gonna stop Galactus? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that intro. And like, okay, so you had, you had Hulk, you had Captain Marvel, Wong. Um, and you had you, well, well, the one thing that I wanted to mention with that end credit scene too. So we're, now that we're mentioning characters, like you had Bruce Banner, but not Bruce Hulk out combined yes. Hulk. You know, go you on had that. Regular yeah. Bruce Banner in the sling. What's your theory on that? When when do you, what when is Bruce Banner? I don't know. I think he, I, I, might, I he must still be recovering from the snap from uh, Endgame. Maybe that's yeah. why he can't really maintain that. Okay. Know? Now I thought that too. Then I went to the funeral scene in um, in Endgame. And Ooh. Hulk is there as Hulk with the sling. Yeah. So I think Martin's right about that because I wanted to find out when we last saw Bruce in this timeline because we were given like there was that screen of or that shot of uh, Shang going into his apartment. And then it was it had the uh, um, <laughs> like the, the 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 support group for blip people. Right. So oh, they, yeah, yeah, they yeah. acknowledge the blip. And they acknowledge that it's after the blip, obviously. So it is after Bruce has gotten back, but before Bruce has turned the screws and, and completed Super Hulk, right? Where he's got human brain, but yeah, brute. So, mm -hmm. but when though? Like when is like how, like fucking when, Jimmy? I don't know. <laughs> this stuff kills me because I love the movie, but I at the same time I walk away and now I'm like Mark, and I just want to go down a fucking spiral of when yeah. is when is this taking place? So now I want to see, like, I know it's been, I think people have talked about the internet, but I want to see, like, an X-Files type Marvel show, but now with, with Benedict Wong, and then Alligator <laughs> Loki, and then maybe one other character. <laughs> Just going around solving mysteries of different, like, weird shit that's going on in the world. That would be amazing. That's the show everybody wants. Is is that the real Wong? <laughs> Yeah, I think so. You think it's the real Wong? Yeah, absolutely. Because that's not the real Strange I think he's in the just gonna be. I think he's just going to be more of a centered character in this universe, or in like the in Phase Four now. I love how they're, they're just... really digging into that. Hey, in Phase Four, a lot yeah. of like, especially in the TV shows, they're getting a lot of those like you know those I guess supporting characters yeah. as get bigger roles. Exactly. Like Darcy in, in uh, what's her name in um in Wandavision. Yeah, that's the Thor series. That's what I think they're doing with Wong. Random Park's character, role. the FBI agent's getting a bigger role too. Yeah. They've been such NPCs for so long <laughs> that they 
are now like, hey, well, you're what's left. Your contract's still active. Let's give you, yeah. let's give you forty-seven fucking lines and and some more backstory. I think Wong is gonna be very much at the center of the philosophy behind the multiverse. I feel he's gonna be the one who's like, we need to consult the texts. And I exposition, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, he's the master like He's the guardian of the library, right? Yeah. Exactly. And he Str- would have all that knowledge. That's what I think he's gonna do for all these new characters. And I think that's why Strange balances out so well with Wong, and they make such a great pair because Strange is an arrogant doctor, and Wong is a philosophical librarian. Yeah. And they kind of yin and yang each other in, in that regard. Um, how but many... you don't even think Doctor Strange is Doctor Strange right now. No, so. I don't. I don't. Do you think that was Doctor Strange, Martin, in the Spider-Man trailer? I don't know yet. It could be. Like, it, it seems weird that he's doing it without and, you know, against it. Like, it doesn't seem like it him. But that is, and you why, know, Stephen Strange's arrogance. Like, I could do this. Why like, do you wink like a pervert, then? Why do you wink like a pervert? I don't know. I don't know. No idea. <laughs> why would he do that? Why would he do that? We'll eh? know shortly. We'll know when, as it comes out in December. We'll oh, know in December. So close. We are so close. So to... wait, is Eternals next? I believe November. Okay, yeah. so it's Eternals, Spider-Man, and then what? Um, multiverse. And then what? D- I didn't look that far. <laughs> don't don't know how far the okay. the multiverse goes. <laughs> I think it's Thor: Love and Thunder. I think you're right. Right? That makes sense. Why? Well, yeah, that I makes agree. sense. Which okay. which Thor: Love and Thunder being done is great because I read that he bulked up to do Hulk Hogan right after. Cool. So Hemsworth, Ooh. Hulk Hogan. I'm going to punch who's ever texting us. Uh, sorry, sorry, listener. That's not supposed to. Can you just to... mute that or something? Or yeah, she's done. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to punch my wife, but whatever. Uh, all in all, all, all in all, Jimmy, you're back in the Marvel Universe now. It's, it, it sucked me back it in. It sucked you back in. I never left. I was just hoping that the momentum would still be there, which it is, in my opinion. Martin, final mm. thoughts? I mean, I'm. St- I never left either. I, I the momentum's still there for me. Like it was last night. I didn't do anything. I just stayed home and I wanted to rewatch the last, you know, Avengers: Infinity Wars and Avengers: Endgame just because of uh, Shang Chi, just the the hype from that. So I wanted to relive some of the moments. And, well, yeah, it's the last you know? shit you got to kind of like yeah turn the juice up again and and get turn some interest. Turn up the juice. In turn up the juice. Uh, yeah, no, I give it. I give it. Eight and a half soul suckers out of ten. Wow, Jimmy. Oof. Um. Jeez. Think eight is about right. Eight bus fights out of ten. Eight bus fights out of ten. Yeah. All right, Martin. What's your score? I'm going between eight and a half to nine pig pig chickens. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they make that as a character. Like, I hope there's a line of to- like everything has to have a line of toys. I'll buy that thing and rest <laughs> my feet up on it. It'll be a fun co. It would be so much fun. <laughs> All right, well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, now that we've spoiled. Um, give me a time here, Mike. They'll give you time. Yeah, you're right. Okay, 37-10. 37-10 is the magic time for transition. So, is it? Well, it is now. Huh. Ladies and gentlemen, now that we've we've done our little mini review here and ruined, you should probably go see Shang-Chi is what we're all saying to you, I guess. Yeah. Shang, Shang-Chi. Sh- like Sean? Sean? Uh, with a, with a G- Sh- this feels like the movie. God damn it, Sean. <laughs> oh, we all know what character I am from yeah. from Shang Chi. Uh, there we go. Uh, so yeah, go see it. It's it's a great fucking time. If if you were like Jimmy, it, it will it will charm you I back think in. So it'll bring you back in. And it's a great movie to see in the theater. This is not something. Yeah. It's just great to see an all Asian cast. You know, that I, was pretty cool. I love seeing that. I really do because now I'm gonna get. 
as authentic of a story from somebody else's culture as I'm going to get, right? Yeah. I, I, I know my shit. I've seen my shit on screen for far too fucking long, right? Everybody wins. Everybody wins. And, like, in the in our theater, I don't know, in your theater, there was a thing where Simu Liu was talking about um, just how this is celebrating culture and telling stories on the screen. And I was like, good for you. Like, I'm glad the movie theater is supporting that idea and not just... You know, because if the movie theater supports it, then we know there's a home for the studio yeah. to make it, right? And everybody's on board. But, uh, yeah. I guess we should do what we came here to do. Okay. Let's preface this, ladies and gentlemen. So, welcome to the debate. This is your first time. You're in for a doozy. This is your 100 and... Yeah, yeah. The other... <laughs> It'll all come after. At my signal. Unleash hell. <laughs> Don't push it, I'll give you a war you won't believe. Goldstein. Give me a fat beat to beat my body. <laughs> I know what kind of guy you were. I never would have agreed to work with you. <clears throat> Are you gonna bark all day, little doggy? Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? Um, so if you're if you're a fan of the circus, like we are, I I came up with this idea. Um, I, I think I wouldn't say I'm a fan. No, of you're the not a fan circus. of the circus, Martin. Are you a fan of the circus? <laughs> well, I like the circus in the sense of the Marvel circus. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> right? Fair enough. Gee, I should get a point for that. That's a that's a Shang Chi reference. All right. <laughs> Welcome to the circus. <laughs> but like, I love how he's like, I should get a point for that. Give me a, a point. point. <laughs> you give me a point. You got it. But uh, so I, uh, true story. My mm. uncle's a clown. Was a clown in the Shrine Circus. Jeez, oh. I went there once. Rode an elephant. Apparently they do not like it. No, they don't. And that's the heartbreaking part of the circus, <laughs> right? Which was half of why I was like, maybe we'll impress the PETA people today. Because we picked fictional animals and characters to be in this instead of real ones that get hurt. Because the circus does suck for the animals. Like, let's not, let's not pull any punches here. It just doesn't feel good. They don't like it. No, they don't. But in having seen my uncle do the circus, he was actually the guy who drove the clown car for a bit. Jeez. That was his job. That's a lot of pressure. Was. Is it an automatic? Uh, it's, it's, it's like the most bare bones. Can you imagine if that was standard? fucking lawnmower? Oh my gosh. <laughs> right? Like just elbowing your I buddy in the shift. dick. <laughs> There's too many. We need one less clown in the ten person <laughs> clown car. I think there's like 14 of them, some some stupid number. But anyways, so yeah, I had a, I had a lot of circus exposure as a kid. I'd go hang out with them. A lot of the clowns were drunk. That's a true story too. Wow, like they get fucking hammered before. Like you gotta get hammered before you go out there and act like a fucking moron. It, it just adds to your character. It makes you dirty clown, which is why I guess people are afraid of clowns. They met a drunk clown once, and people are afraid of clowns because of John Wayne Gacy. That's okay. There you go. <laughs> This is a serial killer podcast now. <laughs> We're going to do serial killer stories. We have transitioned greatly. We uh, big bait and switch. Serial killers are trending right now. I'm exactly. Gonna... I feel we should probably do a serial killer episode. We're a serial Just killer a trend. podcast. Yeah, let's trend. Okay, so. You have to talk very softly about murder. Like, it's getting you off. I've listened I gotta to sound a like few. Terry Gross from NPR. <laughs> That's right. Or, the, or Lester from, from uh, Dateline. 
I listen to the Dateline podcast, the big tall guy, Lester Burnham. Les- I don't know. That's a movie character, I think. Lester Burnham. Anyways, he's got one Lester of those. Bangs? Lester Bangs. Lester Bangs. That's the, that's <laughs> that's from almost – is that almost famous? Yeah, that's the dude uh, – what's his name? The radio guy. Philip Seymour Hoffman's character. Yeah, yeah. okay. Mike right. gets a point. Thank you. Point There's my well. first – it's the only point I'm getting today. The point of today's debate, though, was inspired by my time around the circus as a kid, and I thought, wouldn't it be fun to pontificate and argue – and ridicule each other on what if we came up with our own circus how close were you to becoming robin (laughs) (laughs) well did your old family die in a trapeze act that's why i i i have i have ptsd from (laughs) the the clown car caught fire (laughs) (laughs) that a rich man adopted you that bear with the hat died in front of everybody and, and it was a horrible it was a horrible experience for all um, no, I, I was never that close to becoming Dick. Right. But it would be. I mean, it would be fun. Anyways, <laughs> though, I didn't even include that in my debate. I should have included <laughs> the fucking Flying Graysons. That would have been a great idea. Anyways, the point of today's, today's, today's debate, ladies and gentlemen, today's today, today. is we are going to make for you our own circus derived of some of our favorite movie characters and movie animals. So I believe, Martin, correct me if I'm wrong, we had to have a ringleader because every circus has a ringleader. Uh, mm-hmm. We had to have like some sort of stunts. We had to have some sort of animal. We had to have like you know you're tr- you you go as far as you wanted, but we had to have kind of the basics right to build mm-hmm. from that. So it was an animal attraction, a stunt, and a ringleader were your basics. Anything else, do whatever the fuck you want. TV, movie, totally allowed. No superpowers as always because that just makes everything fucking easy. And uh, I will go first for you, ladies and gentlemen. Let me bring up my notes here. Uh, this one is a mishmash, and the best part about it is, is that I haven't read it since I wrote it because we were trying to do this like three weeks ago and it didn't work out. So I just didn't go back to the well and bother to correct anything. So spelling mistakes and grammatic grammatically incorrect errors aside, uh, this is gonna be a fun one. Uh, all right, here we go. So my animal act. We'll start there. You wrote a lot, Mike, from what I saw. Yeah, oh, no. <laughs> a lot of writing yeah you can see it from behind here. This is this. I'll be brief, guys. This We're not never gonna, helps <laughs> <you>. <laughs> <laughs> No, my avatar animal act is is a virtual reality animal experience because not everybody can ride the dragon Why from not? Avatar. Well, you can, but I mean, I don't have any waivers for this episode, so I don't, right. I can't. I'll I critique can't. you at the end. Keep going. <laughs> Anyways, but it was, it, it basically, the lights build, the smoke starts to come out, and you have this giant virtual reality experience where with the animal from the movie, we all know that you can tag into it and you can blend with any animal if you have an avatar suit. It's the same thing, but you're just plugging in through a VR experience. Okay. So all the kids, everybody in the crowd gets to pick one of the animals in the sky. They get to ride with it. So you are actually experiencing what it's like to ride a dragon without actually riding one of the Avatar dragons. Um, the finale move from all of this, uh, the trainer taking off one, being flipped off, landing on a second Banshee, pulling an assortment of maneuvers only to have said trainer leave the second Banshee again and be tossed to the last one, which leads to all three landing center ring to meet and greet for a ringside conversation. Can I see a question, Mike? Yeah, yeah. So is your experience going to be like people log in virtually and sit in the audience, or are they going to be part of the show? Like, how does that work? That's the only virtual aspect of it. 
I used VR just so that the entire room could experience what it's like. Because I, I modeled this after riding an elephant, to tell you the truth. Okay. Right? Where everybody gets so, to but come you're, down. You can, you can plug in and be like the trainer who's riding this thing. Exactly. Like you can yeah. See his yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So you experience the flips. You experience everything because the, the trainer and the dragon have the camera, like the point of view camera on them. Never had to plug into an elephant. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. But um, it, it, I figured it was a cheap and easy way to do it so that everybody had a good time. Um, so that's my animal act for you, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, then I was going to have a Saw-themed freak show. Okay. So I took from, uh, after the passing of John Kramer, there was a lot to take care of in his will, including but not limited to finding out what to do with all of his designs until I made a circus. Mm-hmm. Uh, having found a dark website that sells the blueprints to some of the most evil contraptions, we decided to build a mock-up of them and offer a saw street side view like you've never seen before. We'll have a rotating set of contraptions like the joint twister or the anecdote or the anecdote safe where they are set up true to life as possible. Patrons will walk through getting up and close personal view and look at what a freak show might look like in 2021. So that was my little, my little sideshow. Uh, our stunt. Can you give us an ahead. example of the sideshow? Like yeah. what, what I, I Mr. You mean, okay, yeah. So um, anything that like you give want. Give us but an I example use, of what I would see in there. I use the anecdote uh, room where they all have to jump into the okay. uh, the the needles, and it would be set up like it had already happened. So, like a freak show where you're walking by and you're seeing like the three headed fetus, mm-hmm. or like um, the the sword swallowing lady, stuff like that. But I would replace it with the saw exhibitions, so people would either be simulating them. Or you would just be watching like a mock-up of one having just been done to experience what it would be like to like. like I'd have like, for example, uh, with the anecdote room on the side, I'd have a drawer where you could put your hands in, and it would be a dark drawer, but you could feel what it would feel like. And it's spaghetti. It's yeah, mm. <laughs> exactly. <Brains>. It's, <laughs> it's jello, <laughs> right? It's it's all those things. So it's like it's it's semi-virtual in that regard, where like you're Experiencing it, but it sounds really high budget and very low budget at the same time. It is like it wouldn't. Like, I mean, like I said, I found these blueprints on a dark website. Right. So we're do, we're DIYing this. Like it's not. You're going to jail. I'm going to jail. Someone's going to die. Some kids going to have their hand come out with a bunch of like real, real uh, 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 needles. It, it it'll be horrible. Yeah. Um, anyways, I'm mov- moving on to my stunt. I had the jackass crew. So see the jackass crew. So season stuntman Johnny Chris and Steve O. Have been grossing us Who's out. Who's Johnny Chris? Johnny, Chris, and Steve-O. Oh. Pontius, Steve-O, Johnny Knoxville. Yeah, okay, Johnny Good Chris. Johnny yeah. Chris. Johnny Chris. <laughs> so uh, they've, been gross- a person. <laughs> they've been grossing us out and making us groan for years. As part of their promotion for this year's Jackass, they've agreed to go on the road with our traveling circus to get the word out to go see it and find out why they still get paid in the twilight years of their careers. Uh, so we'll have a cannonball, which is all fun and games, till you land on a pile of banshee poop. I thought that was a great stunt. Banshee poop. You're going to have all the banshee poop from my virtual, from my VR experience, right? So the guys are going to get launched out of a cannon, shot into a pile of banshee poop. Right. Because that's what Steve-O does. He likes his shit. Yeah. Uh, we have, shit pranks. We also have the clown car that all the clowns pile in and get out of. Uh, but once inside, filled with bees, and finally we'll have my personal favorite, the baby avatar animal kick. So we're going to get one of those avatar horses, yeah, and they'll have to walk up behind it and not get kicked. Very similar to the stuff you'd see. How are you going to fucking plug into it, Mike? No, this isn't plugging in. You, they, right. they just walk. They have to walk up. That's the stunt. Okay. They have to get close enough just to just to touch the animal. There's never. There's nothing about plugging in. But fuck you for telling me that. How are they going to plug in, Mike? Oh my god. Um. 
my ring leader. They're going to use their avatar tails. Can I finish before I'm crucified? <laughs> Fuck you both. <laughs> so uh, my ring leader keeping all of this together uh, was Burt Wonderstone. Ooh. So uh, bravado and arrogance come in spades with Burt. Uh, you can clearly see this in the first act of the movie that he's all about himself while ditching out on his partner and then rotating out assistants constantly because he's not the problem. So I feel that he would be a great ring man in his twilight years and we got him real cheap because nobody fucking wants him in vegas anymore so we picked him up on 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 the, on the cheap um what else do we have <laughs> uh his looks alone the big flowing hair the over-the-top suits the magician's command is something that you want right we're going back to that old style of ringleader except some clearly assholeish traits are going to be right. part. he's going to be hard to work with but at least at the same time he'll he's he's got the look like he'll he'll he passes the, the sniff look. test um, he's also got his magic tricks, so he'll be in and out of the audience interacting like, like a true magician, how they appear on stage and then they disappear into the crowd. He'll be doing shit like that, standing over you, fucking with you. Lastly, I had two more sideshow acts. I had a contortionist. I had Virginia Baker from Entrapment. Okay. So I just had her bending through a maze of laser beams, something that you'd walk by. There'd be like, an, like I was thinking very Dumbo in my idea, okay. like train cars and, and all of the exhibits would be in them. And then I also had uh, a strong man. I had the mountain from Game of Thrones. Uh, off the background. You've kidnapped like, him. Yeah, you've kidnapped him. And he's just ripping apart uh, Bar, the Viper. Like steel bars. No, no. Like the Viper. Squishing Vipers, heads. He's just squishing yeah. heads squishing and ripping heads. people apart for your. Like, obviously <laughs> fake, but like, it'll be Real like. Real people. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, that is my. That is my performance. That is my debate. I now give the floor to you, Mark. Paint, I'm going to paint, Zero. I really. So is it an all. VR experience? No, it's not. It's in and out. Oh. Certain aspects are. Certain aspects aren't. So the Banshee ride, the animal performance, that's VR. The jackass stunt, that's not. That's real. The uh, sideshows, those are all real. Uh, with, with virtual experiences, like the 4D kind of thing, right? Where you yeah. go and like the air will smell putrid or yeah. the uh, the ground will feel weird. Like it's it immerses you into the environment. <laughs> You're so, just gonna make it smell like shit. Yeah, I'm just gonna take a shit <laughs> and then and and leave it hanging out to give the room some some more flavor. So the only yeah. thing that um, is VR is just the performance of the banshees. Okay. Okay, I, I what I, I I really like the VR aspect of your circus. I thought that was really well done because you get all of the experience and none of the risk. Right. So, but I think what you should have done is put everything VR. I think you should have just made every. You should have made Jackass VR because Dive that would have been cool to see in that first person when they're you the can stunts, get dropped. All you do is okay. In. I you know and what? also with with COVID, dude, you don't have to go. You could just do it all from the comfort of your own home. You know, like yeah. every if everything was VR, that would I think that would be great. You're, your can side I, show could have been VR. You could just walk into like a VR circus and just go around. Can I just cut this out of the show and then be like, yeah, everything's VR, Martin. <laughs> yeah, they're like, cool, Michael wins this week. <laughs> I thought that was, that was, that's what I thought you were going with it. And I thought the yeah. VR, like that's, yeah. that's the, be the best part was the VR. I love the VR. You experience. The like I said, all of the experience, way. none of the risk. Yeah. Um, I know. I, I, now that you say that it, it, it was just something I wanted to incorporate because I was thinking about all the times where I've been like, try this, try this, and it's always like uh, the lawsuits and the charges. But you, you get rid of all that. Yeah, exactly. All VR. Exactly. But I didn't think beyond that where I was like, what it would be like to be Johnny Knoxville getting kicked by a by a avatar horse or getting launched out of a cannon, seeing Steve O getting launched out of a cannon. What does that feel like? What does and it feel like to snort wasabi? I know I told you it was banshee <laughs> poop, but it's actually my poop. Like all my um, poop is involved in that. <laughs> so I. <laughs> So just just some of the funny things I thought about with, with your debate as well. Um, 
your avatar experience, I think it would go well with the bestiality crowd. I think so as well. <laughs> because like you're basically providing a POV porn, but with bestiality. Yeah. That's Look what at you're me. doing with Look that. Look at me. He's great. I thought that that that's, that's I thought that would be hilarious. Um, I wanted a, a little bit more Avatar from your debates, but I mean, you had a, you drew from a bunch of different movies, so that's fine. Um, and also, too, your saw exhibition that would go huge for the torture porn crowd. Yes. So I mean, VR <laughs> torture porn. You're providing. I think people are going to see your circus, but for different reasons. <laughs> gonna, you know, they're not going to see it for the ass. They're going to see it to get up on all the bestiality and, and all the different subsects of. Um, sexuality that people are into like i'm gonna market this for for a family attendance but i'm gonna end up with like those people you'll end up with redditors a bunch of redditors <laughs> that's what you're gonna end up with the reddit crowd uh man you know good be... job i really like the vr stuff that was great thank you no I, I agree with actually both your points man like yeah had i because all of those things kind of do work well with a vr and yeah on, in a covid world where you can't put everybody in a in a room Fucking sell sell that as an experience on my Oculus. Fuck, I was sitting in this room when I made this, staring at my Oculus. How did this not fucking come to my brain? Because oh that's God. what, like, especially too, we're a movie podcast, right? A lot of people, I think, with technology, want to see. We don't want to be the main character in the movie and see what he sees and oh, get yeah. it in his perspective. And I think with this, this is your shot to do that. I also think you're drumming up a really good idea for another debate where what movie would you want to VR into? Jeez. Like where 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 could what movie could be remade with a VR experience and why? That would be a great that'd be, cool. that'd be a great one. Write that down. We yeah. Should... Yeah. No, that's that's not well it's recorded now, so that's the beauty yeah, of the podcast. We'll never forget. We'll never forget. This is how we work, ladies and gentlemen. Everything is literally as it comes. There's no there's no planning with the real debaters. Jimmy, what do you got to say? Man, I think Martin pretty much covered it all. Like that's it really could have been something special. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I really like the idea. I like the, the the Saw stuff made me feel like one of those haunted houses where they make you sign a waiver first. Yes, and yes. And I, I think there's a very niche market for that, but I think for people. And I think you're covering a lot of markets, too. No, I meant about my debate, you asshole. Yeah. Oh. That's what I'm talking about. Oh. Talk about your Saw experience. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> Sony doesn't have my vote. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. All right. Uh, we didn't decide who's going next, so you guys can duke it out. Who wants to go Jeez. next? You know what? The last time we did the wedding social one, I went last, and Martin should have went last. <laughs> 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 so I think I'll go this time. Fair I, enough. I am dangerously unprepared, but we'll see what happens. Hey, dude, I didn't read mine for two weeks, so that's part of the that's that's part of the fun of this. Okay. Well, I, I picked Cat in the Hat because I feel like there's just lots to... Yeah. I mean, think of it. Think of it as like a circus that you didn't really want to go to, and the whole time you're just kind of getting fucked with. And then at the end of it, it's like, yeah, that was okay. <laughs> he put it all back together, and it worked out. <laughs> so, okay, go on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I don't know, maybe you show up at this circus right, and the cat in the hat like really fucks up your house while you're at the circus, and the circus isn't even cat in the hat. You're just at a random circus, and the cat in the hat shows up at your house. <laughs> So okay, hang on. So your the, your circus is is a personal experience with the cat in the hat. Yeah, but you don't actually see him at any point. Your children do. <laughs> so this is a kid's bit, <laughs> and you you gave me seventy dollars. <laughs> so I give you money for yeah. the cat in the hat to show up and create this environment. You're actually just showing up to a tent 
over a house that's being fumigated. <laughs> and I send the cat in the hat to your actual house. Okay. Or Walter White is making meth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Carry on. Um, so maybe the cat in the hat gets to your house and he just fucking absolutely destroys it for no reason. And your children are freaking out and panicking, but it's okay because at the end of the movie he's going to fix it and you'll wake up from your fumigation nap, go home, and probably never see me again. <laughs> <laughs> he fixes all the stuff in the end though, right? He does. He does. He does. Yeah. Everything works out. I, who? It's I know Mike Myers is... Yeah, is the cat, which is a perfect, I guess, ringleader. Jim Carrey? For it? Yeah. I thought Jim Carrey was the cat in the hat. No, Jim Carrey was a uh, Grinch. Oh, Grinch. Grinch. Yeah. 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 Same yeah. kind yeah. of situation. Rick Baker for both, though. So for now here it is, Michael. The yeah. cat in the hat covers all bases of this. This is where I was. Yeah. Okay. Take me through this. Take, now, take Martin. Too. He's your ringleader. He's your animal act. He's he's your sideshow attraction. He can really do it all. And he, I'm only giving him 20 bucks each time, and he doesn't even do anything with it because he doesn't have a concept of money. Is this turning into animal cruelty? Are you are you making this monkey <laughs> dance for person. your dollar? He's, he's a person. Is he, though? And he's doing what he loves, arguably. And I don't let people ride him, Michael. They don't have to plug into him at all. <laughs> okay, fair enough. All right. Um, it's but if experience. you want to ride him, is the option there? You basically think of it as getting a... You're two parents, right? Yeah, yeah. You've had these kids for years. You're tired. You want a night out. You give me $70, and you show up at this <laughs> circus, quote-unquote, and I just send the cat and I to your house to wa basically babysit your kids for that price. And you don't even have to go to the circus, really. You can go to a diner. You can just take a nap. You can do whatever you want, knowing that everything's going to be fine in the end. It kind of makes sense. It's really a babysitter service, if you think about it masked as a circus yeah yeah no i i mean the circus I, is at your house michael if this was outside of this room i wouldn't like it but i like it inside of this room. think about it you, <laughs> you went a vr way where you don't have to leave your house i made it so the circus comes to your house you know jimmy you find it in the weirdest places i like it <laughs> i do like it i <laughs> i don't not like it it's mm-hmm do you have more to say, Jimmy, or can we... Yeah. Feed them to the pigs, Harold. I don't want to dig a hole here. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm pretty happy with where I'm at. Hey, man, there's no timeline on this. So, like, mm -hmm, if, mm -hmm. if you if you want to succeed your time, uh, me and Ma me and Martin can... Jason, I don't know, man. He's got sideshows. Look at Thing 1 and Thing 2. Like, they exist. I don't know what they do. They uh, fuck shit up. Well, there goes my criticism, because I was like, where's Thing 1 and Thing 2 in all of this? But you've... All he right. comes with sideshow attractions. I don't know where he carries them. He doesn't have pockets, but he seems to have a lot of things. Martin, do you think he's got a pouch? I think he's got a pouch. Like a kangaroo. <laughs> he's definitely got a pouch. Slimy. <laughs> do you think pouches are slimy? They are. I don't think they're slimy. Are they, they are slimy. Uh, they don't come out slimy, though. Google it, dude. Really? Yeah. What animal has a slimy pouch? What kangaroo have you taken out of a pouch? But it kangaroo, doesn't... Kangaroo, sir. Yeah, no, I know they come out of the pouch after, but when they go back in, yeah, when they're, they're still too small... they're slimy. I've never seen. I need to Google what kangaroos look like when they come out of a pouch. How many kangaroos have you seen? <laughs> we live in rural Manitoba. The four at the zoo. That's <laughs> the four. The, and and I get as close as they let you, and then I'm like, oh, I smell a tangent. Okay, Martin, you go first. What do you? What? What? Anything bad to say? Because I'm. Uh, <laughs> um, nothing really bad. Just funny stuff. But I mean, what I liked about your um, your debate 
uh, there with Cat in the Hat is like that he, he has that, that pop-up ability. And I think the pop-up is a really big thing in today's culture. Like everyone's doing like pop-up bars, pop-up restaurants, <laughs> pop-up performances. Shit, that's and then now you got a pop-up circus. Yeah. You know? Um, and when you said it's a one-man circus, my first thought went to like Mary Poppins with a Dick Van Dyke character, the one man that's what I'm doing with the circus. Ah, uh, cool. nice, nice. Um, and the only that's thing nice. I had was a question for you, Jimmy. Why $70? <laughs> Is that the price for Jimmy to babysit children? Is that well, that's the, the whole, going rate? Right? Like, Is that the going rate right now? <laughs> basically, <laughs> look, I've done the math on this, Martin. And seventy dollars is the perfect amount for this because it allows me to not only pay the cat in the hat, who also does this in his spare time, by the way. So it's not even like he needs this money it's or a hobby. he wants to do this. He loves doing it. So you're getting a great performance each time. So I get to give him money. I get to make a little bit, and your kids get watched. We're all. Happy. My only thing is, I think you might have some, you know, traumatizing experiences for children because it is he does provide a bit of a traumatizing experience left unsupervised but it works uh, out in the end and you'll you forget him again. about him <laughs> you'll forget about this six foot two cat that <laughs> came to your house with a hat and nothing you'd be like did else. that happen or did we just do peyote like what exactly happened? well you nope. won't even know it happened. that's the beauty of it right like it's this calamity that is uh, this that traveling really calamity eventually your kids will just think it was a dream and you're good to go martin are you good do you want to do you have anything else because no nope, i'm good okay so yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna dovetail here with martin and and say that yeah i do like the pop-up aspect of it like it is it's minimal it's got a small carbon footprint <laughs> it uh it, it's it's traveling it can be put in a suitcase clearly and he's never busy no he's not like <laughs> i don't and and this kind of this kind of experience right people like experience these days they go to like when i go someplace i want an experience for my money i just don't want a thing one or two well, um, I almost did a whole Dr. Seuss circus, but I just couldn't put it all together. Where, where, where were you? I was going to throw some Lorax in there. Of course. Maybe we all just look through a microscope at the people on the snowflake, the who's, you know. How many fish? How many fish? Yeah. One uh, there's fish? one fish, two fish, and then I believe there's uh, red fish and blue fish. Did they all make the cut? <laughs> <laughs> the red fish, blue fish, but no, I just painted numbers on a couple of goldfish. <laughs> I would have liked to have seen a full, like, both are good. Like, if you're going to concentrate, like, green eggs and ham would be a bad, like, whatever. Like, What do you think we serve? <laughs> Got to eat something. No popcorn. No green popcorn. Eggs and ham. Green eggs and ham. No, I do. I it, I was only going to be like, hey, man, where's thing one and thing two? Because those are perfect. Those are perfect uh, accoutrements. I caught you. Threw them in. You did. No, I yeah. was I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you one more second. Otherwise, no. Uh, uh, fuck. Anyways, yeah, uh, I want to bring your circus to the next house party I go to. And think about it. If your house is already dirty, by the end of the night, it'll be clean. Because he has to <laughs> clean everything up. Think about that. It's also a maid service. Wow. <laughs> your time is up. You don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right. So Martin. Wow. Wow. Martin has asked all of us to bring up our, our smartphones so that we can look at what each Just animal you. is. Just me. Just you. Okay. Well, I'm. hey, man, maybe there's people who haven't seen Detective pokemon either pikachu sorry everybody oh my god see that's how much <laughs> i haven't seen it that's why i'm the only one to bring it up okay you weren't cool great enough. movie mike you look like you were just cool enough for pokemon what's going <laughs> on here <laughs> i you know um again a lot of the animation that predates this show just got missed just right. jimmy he wasn't allowed to watch simpsons yeah, yeah man right. like i didn't have so, a good launch pad was pokemon a sin 
No, but because I was stunted with my animation, my mother stopped me from enjoying animation that is smart and enjoyable you and poor has. Boy. Yeah, no, I was robbed, dude. I, my mother was like, "This is all bad." And so I, just, you don't I don't think about... it was. It wasn't avant-garde enough for him to watch it. That's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> but it is Pokemon's deep yeah. end. They got a character Brock. All of his Pokemon rocks. Mm-hmm. Brock the Rock. That's right. I I I I played the game for a minute. Like when it got on the phone, I was I was into it because I I it's fun because it got we you. We could have played that together. We we yeah we could go chase and we're gonna play Apex together. It's no big deal. Yeah, well, you just gotta get the headset working and everything is. Fine. I'll do it while we're here. Okay, thank you. But Martin has asked if you've never seen Detective Pikachu before or any Pokemon character for that matter. If you have been living under Brock's rock <laughs> forever. Uh, bring up your smartphone right now, ladies and gentlemen, so that we know what Martin is talking about, because these are not common characters, but it's probably the fucking one debate that's going to win this all. So, Martin, you have the floor. It's a lot of pressure. It is. <laughs> so, um, yeah, the movie I chose is Pokemon Detective Pikachu, um, and also I, I drew from the anime series as well, um, the Pokemon anime series mm-hmm. um, from Japan. Um, so, 2021, Pokemon rights activist organization, <laughs> Pokemon Are People 2. Um, PP2 have lobbied for fair wages for Pokemon who provide their acronym. skills and service. Okay, I'm with you um, so far. I'm with you. My ringleader will be obviously Detective Pikachu, but when he's voiced by Ryan Reynolds, right. of course, he'll be my ringleader. Um, my event is going to be called the Pocket Monster Circus. Oh, I like uh, that. that's that's what the Pokemon is short for uh, in the Japanese animation series. Oh, Pocket cool. Monster. More you know. Yeah. So it's gonna be so it's gonna be similar to like a Cirque du Soleil type of circus, not your traditional. Um, it'll be a bit more acrobatic and storytelling type. So similar to what Cirque du Soleil did um, when they had you know Michael Jackson and the Beatles type shows, oh. we're gonna be doing one featuring all water type Pokemon, only water type Pokemon. And they're a band. Um, and the music, huh? And they're a band. <laughs> it's gonna be like a like a like an acrobatic kind of performance and storytelling. Okay. He's but, doing. That'll is... go to all the water type Pokemon's. It's all gonna be Aqua songs that band from the nineties. <laughs> okay, this is amazing, but this is like a this is like a play on O from Cirque du Soleil, right? Like yeah, the water yeah, show. A bit. Okay, this is oh, smart. smart. I like this. Yeah, I, I smell a winner. Go on. So the story will evolve around the journey of the Squirtle Squad. Um, look that up, Mike. They're super cute. They're awesome. I just um, brought up water based Pokemon. I'm all they over this shit. They're they adorable shades, yes. as the tiny turtle Pokemon. Squirtle is native to the Kanto region. Squirtle is one of the first of three starter Pokemon on the blue and red version. Go on. You were so for, the, for those of you who don't know uh, the story of the Squirtle, Squirtle Squad, um, basically they were Pokemon who were abandoned by their trainers. So this is this circus uh, is going to be the journey of them to find um, their own kind in the wild in search of a new home. So it's going to be kind of like a travel buddy kind of um, storytelling experience. Um, Interesting. So what they'll happen is just like every buddy travel show, they'll encounter various um, characters along the way, and all the characters will be other water-based type Pokemon. Um, so obviously all Aqua songs. So the first song that'll introduce the Squirtle Squad will be Doctor Jones. This will be this is a very fun song that Aqua sings. They'll be very comedic, <laughs> a lot of slapstick, you know, type dance numbers with lots of pratfalls. Um, another song uh, will be uh, the song. One of the popular songs from Aqua, Barbie Girl, uh, where the mm-hmm. Squirtle Squad meet Vaporeon or Vaporeon. Um, <laughs> look that up, Mike. Vaporeon. It's another type, uh, water type Pokemon. Um, basically, looks like if uh, like a dog fucked a sea creature 
and it's yeah. something that looks like someone will carry in their purse with them. Very what's the, kind what's of, the spelling of this? V-A-P-O-R-E-O-N. V-A-P. Very pleasant looking, very feminine looking. Um, Do you want to fuck just... Vaporia? <laughs> oh, wow. She's cute. Oh, my God. The bestiality is carrying over to this one. No kidding. My circus and um, your circus are going to fucking go on the road together. <laughs> so what I hear what, with this, this kind of, I guess, dance number, it's going to, I picture like, and acrobatics, I picture like the Squirtles all trying to win over uh, Vaporeon's attention, you know, following her around a lot. Kind of like that Benny Hill gag that, you know, people are following on one person. Yeah, yeah that's it. Um, the Funko of it. <laughs> another encounter Funko. will be done through the um, the song will be um, the song Aquarius, which is a bit more of a mellow tune um, from the Aqua Library. Um, it'll feature the Pokemon that they will encounter here will be uh, Gyarados. Um, one of the Pokemon that will assist in this, it'll be Mewtwo, who has a telekinesis ability. So what he'll be doing is he'll be suspending four large spheres of water. Um, that Gyarados can, you know, swim through, and it'll be also suspended in the air, so he can swim through in the air, and you can see that, like, in a, kind of like a 3D kind of thing. Yeah, so Gyar- that would be pretty cool. Gyarados is, like, badass, man. He looks like a dragon. Yeah, it'll be moving around, like, majestically through each sphere and stuff like that, and um, and then um, when they, when the Squirtles finally get to their destination and they find their home, um, the home Turtle Island, uh, filled with other Squirtles, other War Turtles, and Blastoises. Uh, Mike, those other two, basically, they're evolved forms of Squirtles, so Pokemon can evolve um, oh, yeah. when they gain experience. Dude, I'm like, uh, Blastoise, um, with the likes of and... Legendary Whale, Kaigori, and Iconic Gen Starter Blastoise in their ranks, trainers have plenty to choose from when it comes to water types. <laughs> so they get to their destination. It's a happy moment um, for the Squirtle Squad, and um, the song I pick, the Aqua song I pick, will be the song Happy Boys and Happy Girls. Of course. <laughs> Um, and for my final number, like the big, you know, finale, it'll be just um, all the all the Pokemon you encounter will, will come back on stage. Um, and the song they will be doing it to, it'll be called Cartoon Heroes, the Aqua song. Cartoon yes, Heroes, good choice. Which is a fun song. And yeah, that's basically my circus. Jeez. Jimmy, you want to go first? Wait, I'm going to pick, Joe. We all went very different with it. Each circus is quite different. I like how you went with a water theme. I like how you went with like a kind of a sea world kind of feel. Like, that would be very cool. I don't know if a Pokemon episode ever had something like that, but very cool. Very cool idea. Yeah, he did, like, the Green Day American Idiot musical circus version of it where it's a storytelling. (laughs) deep cut. Well, but, like, it's it's the story of Barbie Girl as a cartoon hero. Both boys and girls, like, you're using the... Done by the Squirtle Squad. Done by the Squirtle Squad. Like, I do love it's... Like, it, it is Cirque du Soleil... With Pokemon, which is very circus. Like Circus Soleil uses one of the oldest forms of like with the trapeze and the and the acrobatics and the flips and stuff. Like they are rooted in that fucking Martin. I wish you had <laughs> my only critique is I wish you had the Squirtle Squad also playing the music. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't know enough to criticize its idea, but I do I guess my only like no it, it's water's always fun. Are you the who's the trainer here? There's no trainer because you don't need trainers anymore, so they're just wow. The, the ring leader is Detective Pikachu, right? So oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So he's technically yeah. the trainer. They've all technically, they all... but you know, there's really no. It, they're like like I said, they're it's are they paid equally? 
they're all paid equally. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's, it's, it's like the I said, they're stones. all paid based on their services Won't that they provide. Detective <laughs> Won't he get? I, my fear is that he will get tired of this and search for a new case. So this is what I was gonna bring up, but I didn't. Really, I was thinking about it, but this will be just. This won't be the only one. I wanted to do like a fire oh, theme with all okay. fire Pokemon, all ghost Pokemon, all rock Pokemon, like different types of. Depending shows. on the season, he wants to expand his empire. Yeah, I like that. Eventually. Yeah. Yeah. You can he do the to... fire Pokemon in the winter. <laughs> yeah. Are exactly. are Pokemon hard to train, Jimmy? Jeez, you know what, Mike? It does take some time. It does take quite so, a bit of time. So, okay, nothing wrong with performance and interest and story. All of those things are fucking grand. It, if, and the reason I asked Jimmy, because I didn't know Bart would say the same thing. <laughs> but all I'm, all I'm saying is, is, like, is it costly to do this? Would it be expensive? Like, I mean, what's my if ticket? we're charging more than yeah. 70 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> what a Cirque du Soleil charge for their tickets. Hoping, That's what we're charging. I would hope, yeah, I would hope you were going to say that. Well, I don't know. Look, I tried to think of a reasonable price for a circus, and 70 bucks seemed okay. <laughs> okay, yeah, all right. Then. We'll be charging Cirque right? du Soleil prices, basically. Okay. Okay. okay, all right. I think that's reasonable, too. Will you do the mm. Vegas thing and, like, buy one at full yeah, price? Yeah, eventually like, we'll have a residency price? and stuff like that okay. and have okay. different shows going around. Yeah, no, it's I, – I, I mean, I go see a Cirque show every time I can see one. I can't I see a Pokemon perform, but they do not fight. Yes. No, they don't fight. Okay. No. Do they get along? No like, fighting. do all of these? It's, animals... it's a show. Is there any run backstage? by Pokemon starring Pokemon? So, is there any like backstage arguments over who should be like the head of the Squirtle Squad and like who's not? <laughs> yeah. Who's not hitting is there the any right infighting? And who missed their cue? Like, yeah. is there any infighting between them? Are, is there's there? No a, is there a lot of egos in the room? <laughs> There's no humans. It's just Pokemons. I know, I know, but Pokemons are he- people there's, too. Look, there's a head wolf in a wolf pack. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. <laughs> Certainly, one of those of the Squirtle Squad thinks he's top shit. Yeah, one's re- one's reaching for the microphone more than the other exactly. five are. I one has been dipping a little too much in the nose candy. That's <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's yeah. right. One of them's got to be Brett Michaels. <laughs> I'm gonna evolve one day, man. You just wait. I don't. I don't know. I. I. I don't. I don't want to give you an ace because I gave you one last time. I don't know if it's an ace. I don't know if it. It's not. It's not Transformers and Gobots getting married. <laughs> it's not that. And I think we can all agree. I love that. It's a very good debate, but it's not marriage between two races of robots. <laughs> That's. He was bridging gaps with that one. He, <laughs> he was really was. very socially conscious. He was like, I'm going to bring two communities together that have nothing in common. <laughs> Impressive. Oh, no, totally. Fuck. And you're right, Jimmy. Like, I love, I love that. Like, I went with the more carny version. You went with the pop-up hip new age <laughs> version. Martin went with a classic French version. Like, <laughs> nothing. Classic French. But those are all things that are rooted in in your like I had a big top in mind, right? Like I had a Dumbo big top in my head when all of this was happening and like one room where everything occurs and you know someday when we have fan interaction, we're gonna have them vote on these. We it'll, are uh, it'll be different. You can right now, guys. Like there's nothing stopping you. I mean Martin'll still win, but it'll be different. <laughs> <laughs> my only goal for this debate was I hope more people listen to Aqua. <laughs> <laughs> They're rolling through town in like two weeks. That like nineties, the nineties, like right with Aquabat, with Electric Circus. Yeah, is doing a whole uh, like Monica Dio will be there, and they're but doing. Is, that, is she related to Ronnie James Dio? No. Hola <laughs> 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 Well, I'm I'm 
I'm good with Martin. Are you good with Martin? Yeah. I, I think, think Martin wins this week. I, I, I'm pretty sure he does. Well, we have – there's a two-vote system this week. And ladies obvi- ladies and gentlemen, we obviously are, are just one – Just ladies. Just ladies. <laughs> I'm just talking to you, ladies. Uh, we are one short this week, but it doesn't fucking matter because we've figured out some fun ways to, to land on ties. So we've agreed that this week, if there is a tie in any way in the voting process, um, and there isn't, there isn't. <laughs> I don't think there is this time. I was really hoping, but if there is, uh-huh. we are using the Blockbuster Games head-to-head uh, cards. The tying members will have a head-to-head based on the movie topic. Which, again, Jimmy, I don't, I don't think we will. But the two voting, <laughs> the two, the two-tier voting system this week is one: Would you go to this circus? Yeah. So out of the three of them, like. Which one would you want to go to? And then, secondly, uh, which is the best one? Which one incorporates the best things? Which one has the best ideas? Which one, you know, seamless, just like a really good movie? So, um, I, uh, Martin, do you so just. So, first one of voting is going to, right? Going to, exactly. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I think you just hold up your vote because we're looking at you like you're a person now. And we'll I'm just gonna up... type it in chat. You didn't type it in chat? Okay, fine. Okay. Yeah. I, already, I already typed it up, so. Oh, you did? Okay, perfect. Sorry, so it's going to, and what's the other? Uh, which one would you like to go to, and which one is the best? Okay. Like, which one wins the best debate? Best debate. No. Oh, okay, well, that's interesting. The, I mean, the second okay. one's the traditional I was just one. sick and tired of not getting any points, so I was oh, like, so, let's add another question. Well, uh, as for our references point system, uh, Martin wins this week with three, Mike had one, and I had zero. Ooh. I, I thought you had one, Jimmy. Didn't you have one? I did not oh, have You had a really good reference. I didn't get a point this week. Hmm. I know. Disappointed in myself. So, um, I think the room. You spent too much time here. on Cat in the Hat. That's, That's right. <laughs> so I, I think I'm, I'm good with my answer. And um, Jimmy, you look like you're good with yours. Hold on. For the first one. First okay. First one. Yeah, I'm prepared. All right. Just let so. me know when to and hit enter. Yep, definitely. I'm gonna type in. Uh, show me yours, Jimmy, so I can. Yeah, there we go. So perfect. Um. Ladies and gentlemen, we are done with our patented voting process here, and we have come to our decision, so we're going to throw it up in the chat room here. So for the one that you would want to go to, and feel free to send us a remark on this if you want at therealdebaters.gmail.com what you think, because Jimmy's right, the fan voting system should be included in this, and we'd love to hear from you guys. But for the room here, we have come to a conclusion for the one that we would want to go to. On the count of three, one, two... Okay, we've got me. Oh. We've got me. And we've got me. Ladies and gentlemen, everybody wants to go to my fucking circus. Martin Wise. It's all VR. Well, if you it's, it's all VR. Yourself. Okay, yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I was counting the wrong one, but whatever. Um, well, thanks, guys. That makes me feel special. Um, it's a half win this week. It's <laughs> But Martin says it's it's, it's all if uh, if it's all in VR. Why does it have to be all in VR? What's the whatever? It's not too late to change. It's not too late to change. <laughs> we still voted for it, Mike. We still you still got the vote. I all said right. go to because it just seems like there's so many different things you can do. <laughs> yeah, at Mike's, like there's just so many different experiences and things you can enjoy, and there's something for everybody. Thanks, guys. I I appreciate it. You should call your circus things to do at Mike's. <laughs> Some shit to do at Mike's. <laughs> shit in my backyard. Welcome there to the circus. There is a lot of shit at Mike's. Yeah, I took a <laughs> shit to make it smell like shit. <laughs> Moving on. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is for the uh, the 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 whole pie, the fucking trophy, uh, the one that you would want, like the best one, the one that wins it all. So on the count of three, ladies and gentlemen, one, two. Three. 
got whoop. We got Jimmy's pop-up from Martin. Hey. What do we got from uh, Jimmy? I voted Martin as well. All right. I, wait, did you vote Martin? I haven't put mine in yet. Oh. Because I wanted to kind of do a little bit of a suspenseful oh, okay. piece of shit here. I'm also going Martin okay. as well, too. <laughs> Martin, you win. We don't have to fucking do trivia this week. <laughs> Hooray! <laughs> no, it just, like, dude, it it really is my favorite thing to do in Vegas. And I didn't want to say that while you were going. But it is honestly, to I see love the dolphins in the water show. No, um, the people in the water show, uh, like the humans diving in and out of that shit. That's like that's what's really fun. And they still feed them live fish. <laughs> what are we? Ta- are we still talking about dolphins? <laughs> but yeah, no, it was just a, it was a great experience. And uh, Pokemon are a lot of fun. They're mythical. They're fantasy. They would be like to see one of those things up close for the first time in real life. That's resetting Jurassic Park. Although all over lick again. a tongue, terrifying. What's what's a lick a ton? You're gonna need to just Google that you. one, Mike. All right, I'll, I'll check it out. Watch Detective Pikachu. Yep, you could just watch Detective Pikachu. Also, Jimmy, are you in the same ballpark as me, or is there anything that I missed on my Martin? No, I think Martin pretty much covered it all. He took the circus, he made it into his own idea, and just picked the absolute right movie. Martin, why'd you pick Jimmy's? Obviously, the pop up, but anything else? Uh, I like how it's it's a bunch of different services in one. So it's a babysitter circuit <laughs> service. It's also a cleaning service. It's got a little bit of everything. Whatever you need. I mean, I just mess up my house on purpose. So when he gets there, it's already trashed. I mean, you're already paying the $70. Might as well get your money's worth, right? That's right. <laughs> it's a good, fair price for a circus ticket. I think kids need to have more action than just what they're cell phones and TVs can do. So I think Boom. for an emer- Why not ruin their life for an afternoon? Well, yeah, but like having fun in your own home, like it would teach them how to like, like in this uh, way that you formed it, it would give kids an imagination. They would have shit to do. They just wouldn't be boxed into being, you know, That's right. falling down a social media hole or some shit. They'd have to put... Because I don't think he's fun to really put up with all the time. Like he, they, those kids kind of seemed annoyed. Oh, yeah. I remember them not being all like, hey, man, this is great that we've got this intruder who he's decided to fuck up our shit mm. but yeah like eventually you you know you so it's it's a it's a very learning experience <laughs> again i can't talk about it seriously just a big cat <laughs> well ladies and gentlemen that is another uh real debaters production for you this week we hope you've been entertained we hope you liked our circuses if you have any ideas on this show that you uh, want to submit that you think should have won feel free to email us at the gmail Gmail address, the real debaters at the Gmail. Man, I'm getting old. At the real debaters at gmail.com. You can follow us on social media. Uh, Follow Jimmy and and Martin on social media, guys. These guys do comedy uh, in Vancouver and in Winnipeg. That's true. So if you want to see Jimmy's really funny, funny shit that he won't do on the show because he doesn't think it's worth it. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Uh, Go see him. Uh, Do stand up in Winnipeg and you can reach out to us and find out when those dates are, as well as Martin, too. Follow us on social media at Real Debaters to find out when they're doing their shit. Um, all the show notes have everything if you want to support us. If you've liked what you've heard and you're like, hey, I really want to hear more. I like this dumb shit that these guys come up with. All we ask is that you subscribe, right? Subscribe to the show. Show Let us show up in your in your favorite podcast player each week yeah. and, uh, and, and listen to our shit. But if you feel like going a step further, um, there's two things you can do. Uh, Jimmy, what's one of them? You can uh, give us some money on our Patreon. Yes. 
we have a few tiers, few levels for you. We got the one dollar level, the two dollar level, and what's the what's the, does it go up to five? The max is five because any more than fucking five, and people, I just think people would be crazy. Yeah, it's just too much. Don't fund us. But five dollars <laughs> gets you like we'll make fun of your fam, your family and friends on the show if you send us their movie tastes, and and two dollars gets you pick like, an idea for the show. Yeah, like when's you, that tier? That's the five dollar tier as well <laughs> right, too. Like yeah. you can you you can do a lot with the five dollar one. You can you can embarrass the family. Um, you can embarrass the friends, which is the same thing. And then you can, um, like ask us to do a show in your name and help us like plan out the rules and shit. So you can be involved in the making of it and then you can be, and then we'll dedicate that show to you or a loved one or whatever. Right. Like, so that's, that's the kind of fun stuff that we want to, we want to do with you guys. And then the other way to do it, Martin is to shop, right? Buy a skateboard deck. Yes. Did you know, do you guys know if you've been listening long enough, the skateboards (laughs) now come fully assembled. Is that true? It's true. Wow. Yeah. It, I just Ooh. I added it to the to the prop shop thing. I there wanted us know? to be the builder bear of skateboard decks though. <laughs> that that's a fucking smart idea, man. Uh that's a pop up right there. Builder skateboard. Um yeah, you go to the prop shop, click it in the show notes, and uh yeah, that's it. That's all we're gonna say on that, right? If you if you like what you hear, it's a labor of love. This is not free, but it's also not expensive, but it does come with costs and you get to be like a co executive producer and shit. Um, I have rambled long enough. Thank you for tuning in. Find us wherever you uh, find your podcasts. I've been Michael Petro. Later, fam. This has been Jim Jam, the gambling man. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Vancouver, who's out there? Portal Squad nose candy. (laughs) Oh, my God. That'd be fun. Ladies and gentlemen, watch all the movies. We're gone. Good stuff.